You are listening to episode 9 of the Industrial Tradition Podcast. Today we are going to talk about how to start and with the intention to ultimately share. So this is going to either be if you want to share your message, maybe you want to start a business or share your business, build a community, plan an event, something like that. I generalize it to where it can be used for multiple different things. So let's get started. We believe that ordinary people's stories are the ones that need to be told. We want to meet you in the trenches of everyday life and say, me too. Pipeline families, farmers, ranchers, makers, mothers, mechanics, truckers, welders, and alike are all welcome here. Industrial Tradition is a brand dedicated to celebrating you and the way you live life. I'm Kayla, creator of Industrial Tradition and your host. I love that our community is filled full of people with tough roots and wild dreams. This is our community kitchen table. Show up here to talk shop, tell soul-filled stories, share your best advice, and shake hands with folks living on hard work and faith just like you. What's up, guys? It is just me today. I wanted to bring this message to you guys because recently just kicked back off my YouTube channel and it was kind of one of those things where I was rebooting it. I wanted it to be like consistent and cohesive. And so I basically like redid the branding and stuff like that. And so it was kind of like starting over. And in the last three or four years, I have launched four different brands, some being personal brands, some brands, some they overlap. A lot of them do, but they all are different in their own right. And so I have learned a lot about starting from the ground up. I a lot of times joke that I'm just here trying to make something out of nothing. And that is a joke, but sometimes it does feel that whenever you start. Now, most of the time nowadays, you're not truly starting from nothing. I think that that's something to realize really early on as we actually have a lot of privilege, especially if you're able to listen to this right now. You have more privilege than most. You need to recognize that because it will allow you to gain some perspective and it will smash some of those early excuses that we all like to make. And Everything I'm teaching you today is things that I have learned for myself and what works for me, but I thought this is a great way to start whenever we talk about this stuff because I think a lot of times whenever people ask me questions like this, they want to know technical things and that's great and I think that that's important and I will cover that, especially like on YouTube, but I think more times than not, that's the questions that we ask because we know that that's what we need to know. But before you get there, you have to get like this mental game and the physical motion going or else that other stuff is just going to be useless information. All right, so let's just jump into it. I wanted to start out by saying if you have already started your thing, whatever that thing is, you might not need to listen to this because you've already done the hardest part. (laughs) Starting just the first thing is 
the hardest part. And choosing to make that decision and to take your first step forward, that is the hardest part. And a lot of times what I've found within myself is I've taken the first step and then I got scared or I made an excuse or life happened, whatever, and I stopped. And taking that same first step again was still difficult, even though I had done it previously. So that's the hardest part. So if you've already done that, maybe this is not where you need to start. Because that's one thing is once you start, how many times am I going to say start today? Really not sure. I apologize now. The thing about starting is, and we're going to get to this really early on in these five tips that I have for you is that you just don't look back. So if you've already started, it's going to be counterproductive for you to listen to something like this and then say, oh, well, before I even take one more step forward, I better do this list of five things. No, no, just keep going because you will figure it out along the way. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there. The only reason why if you started something that I think you should actually go back to the drawing board is if you are piggybacking or copying what someone else is doing, someone else's strategy, vision, branding, anything like that. It's important that you go back to the drawing board and think of these things for yourself. And this may be unpopular, but I'm going to call out MLMs here because this is where I see this happening the most. And I think it is detrimental to your message being heard and building an actual community that cares and matters. Because you are essentially saying the same thing as thousands of other people. And that's just not going to connect. And people are not going to relate to you. Because If they don't read it from you, they're going to read it from somebody else. And I've literally seen messages blatantly copied. And I don't know if that is something that is encouraged or not. But regardless, it is a horrible plan. And it actually makes you look like you want their money and their business and all this, but you don't want to put in the effort. So we want to make sure that this is authentic to you inspired by someone and blatantly piggybacking or copying are two different things. So we want to make sure that that's not happening. Those are my disclaimers. All right, now let's get started. First thing that you need to do is kind of a manifesto. And I'm going to break this down because that's a big fancy word that a lot of people are using these days. Basically, the way that I do this is just free writing. And so you just want to take some time And most likely, if you've been thinking about starting something, you've been thinking about it for a while, especially if you're watching something like this, that means you've been thinking about it and you just literally don't know where to start. So let's collect all of your ideas and maybe you've already written down some and that's fine. Let's collect all those into one place and free form rights. If we were sitting down and we were good friends. And I just ask you, so tell me about this thing that you want to start. What would you tell me? If we had one hour, two hours, three hours to sit there and talk, don't give me the elevator pitch. We're not there yet. Just free form, write Everything that is in your mind that you want this thing to be. So you want to start with 
things like your intention. What is your motive? Why do you want to do this? You're going to need that because it's going to be hard. And so having that and knowing that for yourself is going to be great to come back to. Also, I really, really suggest this is a little bit more technical, but thinking about a niche that you want to talk to directly, because if I have learned anything over the last three years, it is that niching down is the absolute key. It is not detrimental like you would think it would be. You're not lowering the pool of people. You're actually targeting your ideal person, which is going to allow you to have more success than if you were to just be talking to anyone. So think of this person and think of this niche. And so then if you're just freeform thinking or writing is, okay, this is the niche. This is the work that they do. Or maybe this is the house that they live in. Everything about their demographic everything about who they are. And a lot of times what helps people here is to think about an actual person or an avatar that is like your ideal audience or ideal client. You can even give them a name and you can pick which haircut they want. I know that that kind of sounds nerdy and will probably sound crazy to some of you, but I think that it's a great way to really dial in on who that person is that you want to talk to. And it's going to allow for one of these other steps to be much easier. So that's something overall vision. So here you can talk about the dreamy stuff, but also like clear goals are always good. You can start talking about those here, or if you're not there yet, just talk about the vision of what do you want this to look like? What do you want people to feel Again, like, what is it and who it's for? So that's the first step is just free form, write. Get all this stuff out onto paper so that you can then start breaking it down and start because guess what? You don't get to wait any longer. Starting happens now, not Whenever we get to step five, not even whenever we get to the bonus step, I have it at step two because I believe that it is important to just start doing it. And guess what? I learned this because I am the world's worst. If there was a club for people who procrastinated over silly things, I would be their star member. But I know that it only hurts you. It only slows down the process. It only just prolongs it. And why do that if this is something that you're passionate about? If you feel a conviction to share this message or to do this thing or to make this product or have this event, whatever it is, you need to do it. You are doing a disservice to people if you don't. And if you think about it in that way, man you're really hurting people and really messing up by waiting. So start now. I think a lot of excuses come from fear and from judgment of other people. And I've learned this a lot from the people that I follow online that are in business or entrepreneurs, authors, anybody who has kind of stepped outside of a very average life that's what I found to be true for everyone. 
And, you know, what's crazy about this is I thought that this step, just actually starting, just taking action for the first time, was isolated to people who had never done that before. You know, I even one of the excuses I did was, well, I don't, you know, my family wasn't in business. I've never seen anybody successfully own their own business and make a living off of it and all this stuff. And we recently hired a coach and working with his coach has then given me this group of people that I'm working alongside that's also working with the same person. And yesterday we were on a call and I realized that 90% of the questions and problems that people had were very standard, common, baseline problems. Like, I don't know how to get out of my own mind. I don't know how to start. I don't know how to find the time. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do the technical stuff. So it's making me not be able to do it at all. So if any of those sound familiar to you, which I'm sure that they do because they were very familiar to me and still are, just know that this is not going to be the last time that you have to overcome that. And it's not unique to first timers and it doesn't make it significantly harder whenever it's your first time. It's always hard to step outside of the box, to do something new, to do things that you're unsure of possibly or you're not educated in or you don't have history in. That's always going to be hard. So just do it. The other thing I would like to mention here is consistency. So I think the reason that I want you to start doing stuff so early on and depending on what you're doing, because we're, we're generalizing here, you might not be posting it. You might not be putting this out into the world yet, depending on what it is. But the idea is that if you just start doing it, if you just start creating it, if you just start going through the motions, if you just start living the everyday life that you would have to live whenever you accomplish this thing, it will allow you to begin being consistent. And that's so important for yourself to be successful, but also for your message to be successful if that's something that you do plan on sharing, which for the rest of these tips, we're going to assume that that's the case because most of us nowadays and most of you guys, I think, are people who want to share your message and connect with people online and in life. And so that's what we're going to assume. But the idea of consistency is more than just posting once a week. You know, on a lot of the algorithms on social media, they say post once a week. Yeah, that's important. But consistency across the board is very important to the start process. And I think that having a routine and building that consistency in early on for yourself, not just for the algorithm, will really help you in the future. So this can be anything from, like I said, the creating, the message, the photos, the posts, the voice, anything, just be consistent. All right. So number three is to give yourself some grace. Yep. 
we're already needing to give ourselves grace and to have patience with ourselves in the process. That is how early this comes up. And it's a true struggle. It really is, especially in today's world where everyone's life or a lot of people's life is online and it's so easy to compare. And so we get impatient with ourselves. And the most important thing that I found is to just be okay with the slow, be okay with the lonely. That's something that I've really had to work through. And there's going to be, you know, long hours and all this stuff that you're just going to have to learn to kind of step into, but giving yourself grace along with that, but giving yourself grace as you go through these things and as you go through the process is very important to your success and to not burning out. I think that most of the reason why people burn out besides focusing on the wrong things or not having a exact goal is because they aren't patient with themselves. And this timeline, I almost hate answering questions about timeline anymore. Austin gets these questions a lot about how long did it take you to learn how to do the branch test? How old were you whenever you broke out? And I realize that people are just starting to get markers. These are questions that I've wanted to ask people that I follow as well, but it can be really detrimental because then you just start comparing timelines and it makes you really impatient and really fall victim to the comparison game. And it's just important to know that you are on the right track. I just this week had this realization because I have these a lot and they're, I'm so thankful that they come up as really good reminders. But if you have never been in this headspace, even if they come up, you might not recognize them. But basically what happened was is we're creating a course for Austin's brand and I obviously need to film that. We're, you know, like a two-person show. And so I do have a lot of background in photography and while moving to video primarily, which is what we do now, has been an adjustment, it's still a lot of the same baseline stuff. It's still, you know, about the rule of thirds and like composing it properly and making sure that the white balance is good and making sure that, you know what I mean? Like all these things that have to do with photography apply to video. And I got to thinking I would be so overwhelmed if I had just started doing video, you know, not that long ago and we were trying to film this course. Like I would be so stressed out And I believe that if I did not have the background that I did, we would not be able to produce things at the level that we're able to. And I think that people might look at this situation specifically and say, maybe if, you know, you're looking from the outside in, something that I would say if I had found somebody like me is, oh, they've only been doing video for two years. And by the way, wow, that's a long time to some people. That's not that long. And how do they know how to do all this stuff already? Well, because two years or three years or four years before that, I was 
being introduced to photography and DSLR cameras for the first time. So that means it's not two years. It's all of a sudden six years of history with working with this, you know, certain piece of technology and having the basics in place. And I got to thinking like, I wasn't ready. I would not have been ready for this two years ago, four years ago, or six years ago. And while it is still hard now and frustrating, I'm ready for it. But the reason that it didn't come earlier, because I've been hoping for something like this to be possible or necessary or whatever for us for a while, the reason that it hadn't happened yet was because we weren't ready. And so it's important to be patient with yourself and have faith in the fact that it will happen in the time that it's supposed to happen in and that everything that you are struggling with and mucking through right now is necessary to do all the things that you will do in the future. So just take it as a blessing that it's taking a long time. And if you look at it that way, I promise you, that it will allow you to stay in the right mindset to be positive and to also not get burnout. Alrighty, now on to step four. So this step has everything to do with communication, but this first tip that I wanted to do, it actually applies to more than just communication. It is to ride on your strengths and learn the rest. So this can apply to different things depending on what you're doing, but I think this is really important and it can give you a great boost with both like productivity and confidence whenever you're starting something new. So let's bring it back to talking about this with communication. I want you to think about what you do well. And again, we're assuming that you want to distribute this thing that you're starting on. So think about what you do well. And if that is all you do, do that thing. So at the beginning and depending on what your life looks like whenever you start something, you have to be realistic about what you're going to be able to accomplish. And while certain things might be quote unquote necessary for the algorithm or distribution or growth or scale or whatever. If it's not realistic, then it's not realistic. And so whenever you're first starting, the one thing that you need to do whenever it comes to communicating with the world about this thing is to do it in a way that you're best at, because that's going to give you the most leverage with the time that you have. And it will also allow you to start now instead of waiting until you learn all the things. So typically this is really with communication specifically, you have three ways you can do it right now is written video or audio. And I'm a testament to this specific step because I started a blog before I started a vlog with a B and I was trying to write a blog and a lot of people that I went to school with were doing it and people that I followed online, that's what they were doing and I just wanted to do what they were doing 
And so I thought that that meant I wanted to write a blog, but that's not what it actually was. I wanted to do what they were doing in the sense of I wanted to build a community. I wanted to connect with that community. I wanted to share a message. I wanted to, you know, those things were what I actually wanted to do, not blogging itself. I wanted to work from home. I wanted to be a business owner. That has nothing to do with blogging or it doesn't directly align with blogging because writing is not right with an R for me. (laughs) I find writing so debilitating that I can literally stare at a screen for hours on end. It's just not the easiest way for me personally to communicate. I best communicate through words. And so that translated to video, but that also could have just translated to audio if you're not comfortable with the video aspect. The reason I did the video aspect is because I love to tell stories and to go into major detail. And so it's easier for me to show that than it is for me to explain that with words. So even though I like to talk, it's still easier for me to show. So video works best for me. And that is why it became our primary way that we communicate and share our message online. So you just need to find what is best for you. And you probably know in your gut which one that it is. And I just want you to go with that, whichever one that it is. Because if you start with something that you think is best, like right now, video is big. Right now, audio is big. But if you're a writer, I promise you, you will have more traction with your written words than you will with the audio version at the beginning because that's what you're good at. That's what you're comfortable at. And it's something that you don't have to learn anything to start now. So you have a little bit of backstory with it and that's where you should start. So just see what that is for you. And if you're somebody who has never shared anything online and you're really just not sure, think about how you best communicate with people. Do you prefer to text people or do you prefer to get on the phone and talk to someone? Or you don't like any of that mess and you want to look at somebody face to face whenever you're talking to them. Maybe that will give you an idea of where you should start and what is your best and favorite form of communication. All right. And then that leads us to tip number five, which is distribution. So you've thought of your message, you've formed it, you've started actively working on it, and you've learned how you want to communicate it, you've decided on that, and now you need to distribute it. And nowadays, distribution has a lot to do with how you best communicate. So that's why I'm saying these piggyback off of each other. So once you pick your type of communication, you can pick your distribution. And I think that it makes most sense especially if you're starting and you're wanting to maybe share like a belief that you have or you're wanting to share your life and the lessons that you've learned. 
Social media is going to be the absolute easiest way for you to do that. You're probably already on it, or if you're not, and this is something that you're serious about sharing, it's the best form of distribution for the price and the ease of doing it. So above that, obviously, we're going to get to other things which are, you know, websites or blogs or YouTube channels, podcasts, whatever that is, that might definitely follow soon after. But I think that you can start today for free via social media. And the great part about that is that there's already community built in specifically into the platform, but also within your circle. So if you already have these social platforms, then you already have the base or the start of your community. And it's important not to hide. And this is something that I did terribly wrong, and I'm actually still not that great at it, is not sharing with basically anyone and everyone. I hid what I was doing online from my family and friends for a while. And even whenever I started sharing it, I downplayed it because it made me so uncomfortable. But if you're serious about getting this message out there, you need eyes on it. And the best way to do that is to just start with what you already have, which is your friends, family members, coworkers, whoever is already on your social media. And then after that, with this distribution thing, it's really all about just trying it out. Everything is basically a test because the most important thing is that you're creating the thing and you do want to distribute it well, but that is always going to be changing, especially in this like social media world that we live in. Algorithms are changing all the time. So don't get frustrated by this. Get it out there and get it to your core community and have them help you. And then you also just test and try different things until you find the thing that works. So I've actually, you know, somewhat learned it for different platforms, but then it also changes for different audiences and communities. And it's crazy to me how different it is, but it truly is. So depending on what your demographic is, what you're talking about, it's really going to depend on how people interact with it. And so it's important that you just use the thing that you're good at and then kind of just test that out and try different things until you find something that works. And if you're like, oh, I think that that works better than what I did last week. Do it again. If it works again, do it again. And eventually you're going to find a way that makes sense to distribute this message, event, you know, product, whatever it is you are trying to start to do. All right. And then a little bonus tip for you guys, build real community. This is something that I was fortunate enough to 
start doing at the beginning. While I didn't do a great job of it, it was my intention because that is the whole reason why I started YouTube was because I was lonely and I was looking for people that did what we did or that was like me. And so that's why I started. And while I wasn't good at it, that intention is what you want to do. What is the purpose of sharing your message without wanting to build a community around it. I think that, you know, I hear this on YouTube all the time. People are like, people who have strategically grown their YouTube channels will be like, people will ask them, you know, why do you do do YouTube? And they say, oh, it's because I just want to have the memories. Okay, maybe. And I'm not saying that everyone's a liar, but I'm just saying that building an actual community around it is why you should be doing this. Why put it online if it's truly just for you? If it's just for you, if it's just for your memories or your whatever, you don't have to put it on social media. You can keep that on your hard drive and never share it to the masses. If you have the urge to share it, that means that you want feedback from it and you should be building a community around this because that's how it's going to be successful and that is how you're going to feel fulfilled by what you're doing and what you're creating because you're never going to get fulfilled if you're you know kind of lying to yourself that like oh I don't care if anybody watches these videos because I'm just doing it for my memories yeah you do care you care because or else you put it put it on YouTube and monetize it or whatever you're doing. Why put it on social if you're not trying to build a community? So do that and that's perfectly fine to want to do that. I actually think it is a beautiful thing, but you need to be intentional about doing it. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to make this thing and then people are going to like it and then I'm going to have a community. Nope, that is not how it works. You have to invest in people and you have to do things for them. And it's an exchange. It's not just like a one-sided thing. You creating the piece of content for them is not where it stops on your end. That's just where it starts. (laughs) You create it, they give you feedback, and you put more back into them. You communicate with them. You answer their questions. You let them into things like parts of your life that you're comfortable with. That's the exchange that people want and need. And that's how you build real community. Alrighty, those are my top five, actually six with a little bonus tip on how to start basically anything from nothing. I hope you guys are able to take these and start that thing that you have been wanting to do. And if you are still listening, I believe that there's a reason that you clicked on this video if you're watching on YouTube or on this podcast if you are listening via podcast app because there's something that you want to do or share. And if you've just been waiting on that little message from the universe that tells you that it's time, I'm telling you now, it's time. Don't wait. I don't like to say that I have regrets, but I definitely have kept just starting 
from me doing stuff sooner. And now that I'm doing stuff that I love and have these communities online, it just has given me so much life that I do wish I would have started sooner. So if you have the idea, if you have the message, if you have the urge, nobody can do it like you can or say it like you can. And so I think that you need to just start. So now that we have the mindset thing down, or at least out there with you know, tips that you can take and do. I am going to start talking about some more of this technical stuff on my YouTube channel. I will link it down below, but basically if you search Kayla Ross on YouTube, you'll be able to find me. I'm not the gymnast. I'm the other one. (laughs) And I am kind of relaunching my channel and rebranding it because I want to teach small town folks who want to do big things in life and business, how to connect online and share your message. And if you are part of the industrial tradition crew, you would fit perfectly into that. So I hope you will come on over and I will in the coming weeks teach you how to start a YouTube channel, start a podcast, get on social media and do all those things because I know it's a lot and I want to break it down for you even if you know nothing about it. So I'll link that down below. I am at thekaylaross.com. You can subscribe there and also go to YouTube and search Kayla Ross. So thank you guys so much for watching. I hope that this helped. If it did, would you please leave a review wherever you are listening or drop me a comment if you're on YouTube. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you guys next week. I hope this conversation found you right where you are. Join us to celebrate and support one another on the road to life well lived. You can join in more with our community by visiting industrialtradition.com slash subscribe, and we will send you over all the ways you can hang out with us during the week. I'll be back here same time next week for another episode. Now it's time to push back your seat and go live your industrial tradition. Industrial Tradition.